Welcome everybody to another episode of Chris and Dave's Reality Cast. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Phelps, and my co-host and very good friend is Mr. Dave Horrocks. Hey there, Chris. It's great to speak to you again. It feels like ages since we recorded an episode. And uh, we were obviously halfway through Singletown. And what's happened, Chris? Well, I think we may have sort of mentioned it on one of the last episodes, but ITV have removed it from the hub. And we we just can't get hold of it at the moment, can we? We were supposed to be reviewing episode 10. And we just can't get it anywhere, you know. And I, I've actually reached out to ITV and I've actually reached out to some of the cast members as well and see if they could help. So I'm just hoping we may get somewhere back so we can conclude the series because it seems such a shame that we've done nine episodes and then we're not going to finish it. So we're definitely going to finish it one way or the other, even if we have to maybe read or see clips online. But we, we will put something together, won't we, Dave, for like a finale show? Yeah, we'll we'll finish it off because there's look there's like little clips on YouTube and stuff, isn't there? So I, I'd sooner step through episode by episode and you know give our opinions that way. But let's do what we can do. So I, with all the streaming services, Chris, they irritate the shit out of me, quite honestly, because you you just never know when they're going to take shit off. And so I'm sure Singletown will be back on at some point. Um, it's just a bit bit of a bugger. It's scuppered us. <laughs> this time but um but there is the phoenix will rise from the ashes chris because we are gonna tackle something else aren't we oh we are indeedy dave so we had a direct message about a tv show called labor of love where a female contestant sort of she she wants to have a baby and she has a load of suitors now unbelievable format dave that these guys are basically going to be sperm donors and or the love of a life as a reality show and as soon as we found out about this and you told me i was like we are definitely doing this this is right up our ballpark so (laughs) i've probably not summarized it very well but the top and tell of it is these 15 guys and this girl kirsty is vying for one of them to impregnate her, which as reality TV show go, Dave, it's probably in the top five of ridiculousness, <laughs> but it's absolutely, absolutely brilliant. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, this is absolutely trash TV turned up to 11, isn't it? So, I mean, Kirsty was was apparently in one of the Bachelor series. She was a contestant there, um, but she's 41. So she's, you know, a biological clock is running out. And so, you know, she's decided to go down this route. And uh, I'm not sure how these shows get commissioned, Chris, but this sounds right up our alley, so to speak. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, Dave, to be fair, all the guys are around our age as well, aren't they? So th- th- I think the youngest guy is about 37, 38. They're, they're all sort of late 30s, mid to late 40s, aren't they? Because Kirsty's yeah. 41. So, I mean, where do you want to start, Dave? Because there were some moments watching this, and I, I was trying to coax Sam in. I'm like, come on, watch it. Come on, watch it. And we were sat in the garden, the sun's out, and obviously it's been brilliant in the UK, which we can't say very often for weather. It's been fantastic these last couple of months. And we're sat there and I said, come on, watch it, watch it. So I'm not watching it. <laughs> and then we couldn't fucking stop watching it. There's some moments in this, like, you know, we always mention me and you, as you know, we say it with David Brent fans. We love The Office, but these proper oh, Brent moments. Word. But I, I must admit, 
there's, there's a couple of things we've got to touch on, but I'll, I'd let you start first, Dave. Where do you want to go? Well, I guess the, the first thing is we get introduced to the premise of the show, don't we? So, you know, which we've just talked about, the whole uh, 15 guys, 15 eligible guys who are all, you know, no spring chickens. I mean, there's some even older in there than me, Chris. I mean, that takes some fucking doing that, does <laughs> <laughs> so I, I just I, I, for the whole episode my jaw is basically on the floor at what I'm watching I, I just can't believe it but w- when they first all meet together for the drinks it is exactly how you think it will be with a bunch of testosterone fu- testosterone fuel blokes who you know for whatever reason the journey through life that they've taken hasn't taken them down marriage and kids or whatever They've got to late thirties, you know, mid to late forties, and decided, you know, this is this is the show for them. And uh, I, I it, it was such a, it was such an exercise in measuring cocks straight off the bat, Chris. Oh my god, Dave! And and you know what? You say that tongue in cheek. It literally was, as we talk about some of that happened sort of mid show. But I just want to touch on slightly. So so you're right. So so the guys all end up sort of just coming in one by one, and this carousel of of different people, different height, size, everything. They all come in and they're all having a drink. But there's a guy there called Jason and he's a farm guy from Carolina and he gets fucking wankered. He's absolutely just drinking. He's like slapping the guys on their ass. He's like the competition's going. When he meets Kirsty, he's completely obnoxious. And you can, I said to Sam, I said, she fucking hates him. He was absolutely tanked. But what? Topped it off was they all go through everything, and then Stuart, who's one of the guys, comes in, and Kirsty comes in, and the presenter is Kirsten Davis from Sex in the City. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's one of the main stars, wasn't she? In it, and and she's like the, the host of the whole show. That's Kirsten, Kristen Davis, sorry. And she comes and introduces uh, Kirsty and the all come in, and this Stuart comes smooth as fuck, but about as transparent as my fucking window I'm looking out with. He's and and she's like, oh, that's so sweet. He's like, would you like a drink? Oh, what would you like? And it was so fucking cringy. I was like, oh, come on, mate. You're going to, surely she's going to see through this fucking work. Full credit, he did the right thing because all the guys were like, oh, fuck, you know, here she is. I'm going to have to be on my best behavior. He he swooped in and just, because Trent, who Trent's the tennis coach, he was gutted, wasn't he? Because he was like, I have this, uh, he said something like, I'm like a Pied Piper, I have this magical thing over women and stuff because he's a <laughs> tennis coach. And he was gutted because he went, well, fair play to Stuart. He's came in and done what, exactly what I was going to do. So, I mean, what did you think of that, Dave? Especially with the guy getting drunk and stuff. I thought it was brilliant. Oh, God, Jason was, was a mess, wasn't he? I mean, if you're going to try and impress women, it, it's not usually best to get absolutely hammered. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I don't know. Did he think he was on spring break or something? It, it was just like, I, I think he lost the whole point of the show. <laughs> just absolutely yeah. went for it. And I don't know if, like say, he was just on there for a laugh or something or just couldn't handle his, his drink. But yeah, he was... He sort of embarrassed himself a little bit there, didn't he? And it wasn't really that surprising that that he was jettisoned a bit later. 
Yeah, you're right. He was. The, the, it was. It, it didn't go well because he ended up throwing up, didn't he? As the night went on, he completely throw, was throwing up and one of the other guys had to take him to bed. But I, I, I tell you what stood out for me was we had a range of different guys. We had like a, a surfer dude called Philip, very, very good looking guy. Probably said the, the most uh, handsome guy out of all of the 15 that I came in at this point. Um, but very, very wooden. We had different people. The one that stood out more than anything was a guy called Tally. He was 46. <laughs> I think he was the oldest guy in there. He looked like he was completely out of place. He, he, he'd come in, the stonewashed jeans. He, he looked like completely odd to me. He had like a bit of a gruffy uh, stubble beard going on, very deep voice. He almost like a bit of a cowboy, didn't he, Dave? And <laughs> even before he'd interacted with Kirsty, I was thinking, this guy's not going to fucking last the journey at all. And and when he got talking to the guys, I was thinking, he's a bit uh, evasive here. There's he's, he's something going on that I can't quite pick up. And as the show went on, it was becoming more and more obvious. This guy was just doing the old bat thing and fucking whacking everything back. When he cursed, he was asking questions. She was batting him back to her. She's like, let's hear it about you. And he's like, yeah, but what about you? And I'm yeah. like, come on. <laughs> everything was a deflection. Wasn't answer it? one fucking question for fuck's sake. I mean, the, th <laughs> the thing is, he, he's an attorney, isn't he? So, you know, I guess I guess that just comes with part of his job. That, that you know, he doesn't want to ask a question. He's just deflecting everything. But I don't know. Again, he he just made himself look a bit of a tool. I I, I don't know. Does that tend to work with anyone in the outside world? I, I can't no. see how it does. No, I, I'm with you. It just doesn't, Dave, at all. But again, great TV, like as a show, as a spectacle. Now, Dave. I have skated round this. The fucking best moment. I've got to say, this has got to be one of the best moments ever in a reality show. And you know how much I watch this show. Now, you know me and you, we do not hold back. We we go for it. We tell it how it is. This even had me questioning how I'm going to approach this on the show today, Dave, because I was sat there watching it and I went, oh, Sam, watch this show. So they all get tanked up. Maybe that's why the drinks were there, Dave. We mentioned about Jason Miller. <laughs> They go outside and uh, Kristen's there and she's like, with Kirsten, she's like, right, guys, you know, one of you could potentially be the guy who falls in love with her and, and you know, you get married and you have children and that. But if you're going to give her a child, we need to see if you're up to the task. And then the camera pans out to the right and there's a fucking, like, an NHS fucking van there where each contestant has got the name on and they've got to go and pull one off, Dave, in a sample jar. I thought it was fucking <laughs> amazing. And all these fucking guys who got in there, aren't they? Mr. Macho and everything. They were like, oh, fuck. And I'm sure they were timing each other. Like, well, who came first? Literally came first. Who's come out It was... Honestly, it sounds so crude, but I, I, I fucking couldn't believe what I was watching. I was like, oh my fucking God. And then the other competition who had the most sperm and read it out. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking brilliant. Isn't it? I mean, it, it totally makes sense, you know, to do that if, if, you know, you know what the end goal is. But I just, I was watching it thinking, I can't believe this is on, you know. And we, we normally take the piss and we're, we're a bit. You know, we tongue in cheek, we're a bit crude, you know, to call out things on Love Island, Singletown, whatever it is. But I don't think we could make this one more crude, could we? It just <laughs> it just is what it is. But again, they were all kind of, you know, making it a bit of a competition. You know, the the old wrestler dude, 
uh, what was his name? Matt. Uh, yeah, Matt Kay. So he's like, yeah, mine will do a fucking triple backflip, and you know they'll be the strongest swimmers that were. But it was um, it was the South African guy, wasn't it, Alan? Who, Alan, uh, yeah. won in the end, and uh, I I think he'll go far in this competition, me, because he's he's tall, he's handsome. I I think he seems to be quite. Um, uh, just quite chilled out. Whereas, you know, some of the others we see are, are just a bit overzealous and, you know, a bit, bit excitable. And so I, I, th- I think he's in with a good shout to win the whole thing. Yeah, I agree. I, I do think as well, Dave, other than Philip, who, who he is probably between the two of them, most, you know, the best looking guys in there. Just, I mean, obviously it's not about looks. We know that it's about personality, but. It's about fucking sperm count. Well, it also about sperm count and how far he can, whether the genetic genetic jackhammer can uh, take it. But he, he genuinely, he genuinely, I I agree. He's a bit of a dark horse, Dave. And and you're right because with him being late thirties, forties, there's a big difference. Like some of them there are, are chomping. I mean, Matt, he's he's wrestling him. He's Matt Striker, and he's actually a commentator now. As soon as he come on the screen, I said to Sam, and she know I'm a big wrestling fan, but he was never a massive wrestler Dave he, he had a bit of a stint in the WWE about maybe seven eight years ago something like oh, that or 10 years him. ago I know he is he's called Matt Stryker as soon as I saw him on telly I went he's Matt Stryker but he's a commentator now at AEW which is WWE's um oh. like contest, uh, contestant rival so so he's not like a household name or anything but if you're a wrestling fan you'd know who he is straight away do you know what I mean so I think that gives it a bit of gravitas for any wrestling fans to be like, oh my God, how far has he fallen? Like he's, he's jacking one off, you know, to get a bit of TV ratings. But what I also found bizarre, Dave, was that they, they panned to the parents when they were jacking off all the guys in this fucking parents are on the screen going, he's a great guy. Yeah, he's always yeah. got his kids. <laughs> Just like, what the fuck? And I must admit now, I must admit, I was thinking, as they were coming out, we didn't get a glimpse about what was in the cubicles. And I'm thinking, is the magazines in there? Is the is the video, DVD videos, DVDs? What are, we, are we on the internet, on YouPorn? Not that I've ever been on there, Dave, but is, is it, you know, what are we on here? You know, is this some, because I was expecting, it was that going down the route. I was expecting fucking YouPorn to be the sponsor of the fucking show, Dave, the way it was going. It was amazing. <laughs> if there's fucking iPads in there, I want to be in there first. <laughs> 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 but he said, didn't he? Matt said, didn't he? Which was a classic line. That Jason was fucking wankered. He's like high-fiving and shaking everyone's hand. That Matt went, I'm not fucking shaking anybody's hands. I'm sorry. I'm shaking nobody's hands. This guy's fucking patting them on the back, rubbing their hair. Well done, oh, mate. You've done. Dear. Putting his fingers I mean, in their mouth. <laughs> oh, fucking hell, Dave. I hope not. I mean, but, but, genuinely, but, but genuinely, even talking about it now, it's fucking amazing that they've even done a show of this. I mean, my God, talk about taking it to a different level. Even for us, Dave, and you know we don't all back. I was just like, this is fucking amazing for all the wrong reasons, obviously, but fucking <laughs> truly outstanding. It's fucking brilliant, isn't it? I mean, how this is in episode one. What <laughs> the hell are they going to do? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, maybe they are. Maybe you're saying about it's cock measuring. Maybe they're just going to do that and see see what what fits the best. I don't know. I mean, this sounds crude, be saying it, but that's what the fucking show is about. And it's it's not done in a 
Like, I mean, they've got Kristen Davis there. It's not like they've done it on a cheap budget day. This is like produced like a top reality show, like a Kardashians type show. And that it's not fucking cheap old shit. <laughs> I was blown away. I was fucking blown away. It was outstanding. Outstanding. Yeah, no, it, it was good. I, I am looking forward to uh, to what they do next. But what did you make to, so after that, and, you know, after we found out Alan had won, they, they went to like, discuss with Kristen, uh, you know, and, and talk to them. And again, it was massively testosterone fueled, wasn't it? You know, all the guys, it, it's exactly how you'd imagine when you got 15 guys and one girl, you know, it's just like, it was cringeworthy to watch, wasn't it? But did anything in particular catch your eye from that? I mean, we, we've spoken about Tali, haven't we? And, and that was the worst bit for me, where he's just like avoiding all the questions, but anything else? Not really. I think Jason was a bit very reserved, wasn't he? Because the top and telly was we had this. Sorry, you're right. We had a, like this cringy dinner party, and it was so ridiculous. They were just like absolutely fucking hungry for Kirsty, and that's not being over the top. Like literally, one of them would sit down with her, and then another one would come over with some cheesy line. Like one of them went, uh, "Someone, someone wants you at the bar," or something like uh, the, your phone's so, going. It's someone like, came and what? said, "Your wife's." Phone, <laughs> yeah, phone. phone. <laughs> yeah, can you go? But it was like a speed dating thing, but it wasn't intentionally supposed to be that. It was supposed to just be the grabber and have a chat. I mean, that Philip, he fucked his chances up completely. He did it different. So she'd had about 10 guys literally spend a minute, two minutes with her, give her a bit of a story about how she was the one and they were looking for this, looking for that. Except for Tali, obviously, he was just fucking like completely evasive. And then Philip went, Do you want to come inside? And I'm thinking, Oh, hang on. He's doing a bit of a stewart here. He's, he's changed it a bit, made her feel a bit, a little bit vulnerable. Is he going to do the business? And then he started talking and I was thinking, you are fuck, mate. You're definitely going home today because he just <laughs> offered nothing that she was interested in. And certainly why he would come on the show when he was basically saying like, he's a free spirit. I'm not really that bothered, you know, and I'm thinking that's not what she's looking for, mate. And, and I did think at that point, I thought you have completely black boy yourself. Yeah, it was a bit weird, wasn't it? I was I was pretty sure Tali was going to go. Um, and yeah, Philip sort of talked himself out of it there as well, didn't he? So, you know, made the made the first episode casualties pretty uh, pretty straightforward, really, I think. But yeah, it was. I, th- I think there's going to be plenty, isn't there? There's going to be no. plenty of cringeworthy moments for us to fucking <laughs> laugh at. And um, yeah, I... I what can you say, Chris? What an absolute fucking car crash and trashy TV this is. It gets a stonking 3.4 on IMDb. Now, of all the shit movies we've ever reviewed, I, I'm not even sure we've reviewed any that are as low as that on IMDb. <laughs> so no. it's clear, you know, critically what they think of it. But I think this is the most morally questionable show that we've done or, or set up to cover. And um, I can't wait to watch some more. I'm the same, Dave. And you're right. You were just touching on who we went. So we had a, a four, like a bit of a firing. So we're four. We had Stuart, Jason, Tally, and Philip. Um, she said straight away to Stuart, Stuart had done everything right and he'd done the old cringy stuff, but he'd been very respectful, mentioned stuff to her. He was very nice to Kirsty. And she said, I just wanted to get her to, he thought he was going. And she went, no, I actually just want to say thank you. You're singling out, you've been really good to me. So that was fine. He gets to stay and fight another day. Jason gives her this full, uh, sorry. So then she kicks Philip out. 
And she says, look, there's nothing there, blah, blah, blah. He's gone straight away. She said, he is my type, but it's just not. But he doesn't want kids or anything or yeah. you know why he's here. <laughs> yeah, exactly, which is utterly ridiculous. And then uh, she goes with Tarly and says, look, you're gone. So he's he's gone completely, which we knew because he was so evasive, politician, like, like you say, lawyer 101. And then we're left with Jason, the absolute thunderbolt in the first part of the show. He was caned and he's like, I'm sorry, I'm a guy from the South. I won't do it again. And she's like, no problem. Go on, get yourself back in there. And then as soon as he gets himself back in there, the other guys are like, oh yeah, he's off again. And then, and it, and then it stops <laughs> for the next time. You're thinking, he's getting fucking tanked again, this guy. So <laughs> it, it, obviously that's what we're alluding to in episode two. So yeah, I, I totally agree. Absolutely for me. I, I'll be honest with you, Dave. We need to savor this one because there's no fucking way they're going to make a series two of this. Not a chance. It's had so much backlash. It's unbelievable. But my God, I'm fucking enjoying it. Oh, really? I haven't seen any of the backlash. What, what is just, it? Just, just the morals, just the complete morals of the show. Like, you know, the baby making side of it, the sperm donor <laughs> side of it. <laughs> it's outstanding. Yeah, I must admit. I mean, I, I, I don't said to you many times, I'm sure that, one of my favourites that, you know, and definitely the most morally questionable one that reality show that adds him was there's something about Miriam. Yes. I think this might one-up that one. Yeah, without a doubt. Absolutely unbelievable. Especially, and God forbid, she gets pregnant. Do you know what I mean, Dave? Because I don't know where you'd stand on that. You know, and obviously if they don't stick together in that, fucking hell, that is going to be one hell of a backlash, isn't it? Can you imagine as well, like, you know, when the kid's growing up? I mean, it's it's like, you know, how did you and dad meet? Well, the first time we met, um, I got him to go and wank into a cup with 14 other blokes. Yeah, he had his pants down watching Debbie does Dallas on a loop. It's fucking outstanding, Dave. Outstanding. I wonder Brilliant. if there's any uh, after-show credits or, or whatever. We can find out what they were actually showing in there. Because you, you might find that out. Yeah. My interest now. What? 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 Put my teeth in. What was it actually? Yeah. <laughs> There'd have been something, wouldn't? Wouldn't there? I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm hoping it wasn't magazines in this day and age, but you never know. Hopefully, it was something voice activated. <laughs> not, you know. Well, they say men are just hand over to each other. <laughs> men are stimulated by visual stuff, Dave. So I haven't got a fucking clue. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Oh, yeah. Well, Chris, I, I, we've done episode one now. We're going to be on to episode two next. I can't wait. Like you say, we're going to savor it, you know, and uh, we're not going to get scuppered like Single Town. So, if someone wants to get in contact with us, how are they going to get in contact with us? On Twitter, guys, at CD Reality Cast. On email, cdrealitycast.gmail.com. And as always, if you get a chance, guys, get onto your podcast catching up and drop us a line. Me and Dave just appreciate any reviews on the show. So, Dave, brilliant first episode. And thanks for reviewing this because it's outstanding. So, uh, we'll see you next time. Bye now. Bye now.